Welcome to the special edition episode during this global pandemic. In today's episode, we discuss with nurse practitioners Jessica Altman on how to stay positive during this tough time. This is a must listen and must share with those you love and lead. Have you ever wondered how to show up as your best version of yourself no matter what life throws at you? You are not alone. I've spent the last 6 years on the comeback trail after getting fired as a burned out workaholic who missed her first candlelight wedding anniversary. When life gets tough, there's always a choice. Give up or show up. So how do you forge an inspiring leadership without the overwhelm completely from scratch? Join me in my quest to bring you the stories, strategies and tips you need to inspire you to succeed. I am Priyanka Khandalkar and this is Show Up with Priyanka. Hello everyone. Welcome to Show Up with Priyanka. This is your host Priyanka Khandalkar and I'm so thrilled and excited to welcome Jessica Altman. Jessica is a interior decorating coach and a part-time nurse practitioner. She helps women create inviting home to nurture meaningful relationships through her signature program Intentional Design with Jessica. She lives in Eastern Oregon with her beautiful family. Welcome, welcome Jessica. So honored to have you here. Thank you Priyanka. So nice to be here. The pleasure is all mine. Jessica, like before we dive in Jessica, can you share a little bit about you with our oh. listeners? Yes. So, um I am a wife and a mom of four kids. I have all boys ages uh, 11, almost 8, 5 and 19 months. Um and yeah, I am a nurse practitioner. I work uh part-time with my husband who owns his own practice with one of other doctor Um and yeah it's just you know that's kind of what I always thought I would be doing growing up and um yeah so there there we are <laughs> <laughs> love it love it Jessica so it's amazing like you have this all this new thing like things going on right you are just not like you are a mom you're a wife you are like taking oh, helping your husband and then you also like have your interior design uh program and uh interior decorating program and also you are a nurse practitioner which is also a big role to do like it's like totally loaded with things and you are amazing wow you're total multitasker there <laughs> oh it's life is nuts and so like just you know starting this business working part time all the mom things that come with four kids laundry that yes. never ends and cleaning and <laughs> cooking and then now throw on homeschooling. Oh yes, totally with work from home. <laughs> I but I thought life couldn't get any crazier of like Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you are amazing. <laughs> you are and you have a beautiful smile with all of that going on. Oh, <laughs> I love your positivity and that's why like I saw your post on Facebook. You were so positive like uh, facing and facing all the coronavirus patient and like taking care of them and you were so positive within all this and i just felt like you need to be my guest oh thank <laughs> because you because i want to share that positivity with others and really inspire everyone during this hard times we are going yes. through so so really thank you for being here 
Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So Jessica, I would love to know, like sometimes our stories are so empowering for others. They are so powerful. So I would love to know, like, what were your biggest struggles you experienced growing up and like doing all these things in your life, which no one knows about? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's nothing that my husband doesn't know about. But other than him, (laughs) (laughs) um, so there's a couple things when I was. 21, I went to Mexico for a school year and taught English in a tiny little town of like 2000 people. I was the only white girl with blonde hair (laughs) and it was really hard. We, I lived actually outside of the town. Um, and we had like no running water. It was very, very primitive. I Mm -hmm. did my laundry on a washboard, um, and, you know, had to haul 10 gallons of water a day uphill, like a quarter mile. It was crazy. And so that experience, I, I just remember people telling me during the difficult times, that's when you develop your character traits, you know? So I would Mm -hmm. keep telling myself this, I can't quit. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to, it's going to pay off one day. Right. (laughs) Um, and so I stayed there and it really did teach me persistence and, uh, not quitting during difficult times, which has been very valuable for my marriage and for other parts of life. Um, and then also, um, I have definitely struggled with depression and anxiety and PTSD. Um, when I was 20, actually that summer after I got back from Mexico, um, my dad went missing. Um, and it was just the weirdest thing. Nobody knew where he was. My cousin got married and he didn't show up to the wedding. Um, and we're pretty tight knit family. So when he didn't show up, then we filed a missing persons report and, Um, yeah, anyway, he ended up being murdered by one of our longtime family friends. And that, thank you. Um, you know, I've, I have definitely had some dark times. My husband was amazing during that time. We had just started dating actually. And he had just recently lost a friend, um, to a drunk driving accident. And so he knew a lot about, you know, like he knew what I, he felt what I was going through as far as grief. Um, but yeah, I've struggled with PTSD for sure. Like going out anywhere by myself, like I'm still pretty terrified. (laughs) Like if I were to go anywhere, like a big city, I'm like, Oh my word, somebody's going to like jump me and kill me. Right. Um, even like here in my small town, if like, I don't like to go anywhere after dark because I, it, it makes me freaked out, but Mm -hmm. you know, um, during that time, um, I really had to rely on family and, and God. And I feel like I, I mean, I wouldn't wish it on anybody, but it has, 
it has uh, made me understand, um, you know, have a new perspective on life and learn, learn from it and be able to relate to people that struggle with depression and PTSD and um, let them know that, you know, just because you've had something crappy happen in your life, that Mm -hmm. isn't a reason to say, oh, poor me, I can't do anything with my life because I had this happen, right? I mean, like we really are responsible for what happens in our life. And even if we've come from not a great place, Mm -hmm. um, I didn't grow up with I'm white. I did not grow up privileged, right? Mm-hmm. I had to work my butt off. I had came out of college with, I don't know, several $40,000 in loans, you know, and this was mm-hmm. a long time ago. That would be closer to a hundred thousand now, probably. <laughs> so, you know, I had to work and pay for everything. Um, and that's a good thing. Taught me work ethic, taught me, mm-hmm. you know, all, all that stuff that, you know, you just, can't necessarily learn from the traditional education yes thank you for sharing that like and being so vulnerable jessica it's very hard for people to be vulnerable and share those deep down bounds and really like and i love how you took those and really made it an empowering story for yourself that i have experienced this so i want to inspire others because Every experience we have, we always learn something good from it. And I love that you took that as a lesson learned and like really putting those every day in your life to like be that. And you're already taking charge. You're already doing so many great things and you have a beautiful heart to serve and help others. I love that. I honor that. Thank you. That's so beautiful. So uh, Jessica, like what was the biggest light bulb moment for you to like really think about going into be a nurse practitioner? Was that after your dad passed away? Yeah. So, I mean, I, when he passed away, I was already in school doing my nursing degree. Um, and then we, my husband and I got married, let's see, a couple summers later, and then we moved to Missouri Mm-hmm. Or actually, we moved to Idaho first, and then we moved to Missouri for his um, physician training, his med school. And I was working as a nurse. I worked in the ICU, and I—I I mean, some parts of it I liked. Um, and then we moved to Utah, where he did his last two um, years of medical school. Um, and I was actually really, I really liked my job there. I worked same day surgery and I just got people ready to go into surgery. It was great. I loved it. I worked from six in the morning till 2 PM and, you know, start IVs on people. And it was fun. I mean, starting IVs, that's like my favorite part, (laughs) my favorite thing to do with nursing. So it was perfect for me. I just got to go in and have talk to them about stuff and, um, and book them <laughs> and start their IV. It was, it was great. I loved it. <laughs> I knew we weren't staying there. And I also knew that same day surgery is a pretty difficult area to get into. I had just been like the timing had been really good. And I had been lucky that there was an opening right when we moved mm-hmm. to Utah. So I was like, how likely is it for me to 
get a Sunday surgery job again, it's pretty unlikely. So we were driving to church one day and I was just like, huh, maybe I should be a nurse practitioner. I'm, I really hate floor nursing. I don't want to put socks on somebody again that can totally do it themselves. No, <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I just didn't like the long hours having to work weekends and holidays. And, um, so I was like, you know what, if I am a nurse practitioner, I can work weekdays. I can make twice as much as I'm making as a nurse and I can work less because I will be making more. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I think maybe I'll do that. And my husband thought it would be a great idea. It would um, be really good for, you know, my self-confidence and all that stuff. And then I would be able to more easily stay at home more with the the kids and just continue to work part-time. So yeah, um, that was when I, I kind of just didn't look back. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to apply. So I applied and then I got in and I was like, oh shoot, now I really have to do it. So, but yeah, That's amazing. Wow. So uh, currently you are in Oregon and you practice nurse as a nurse practitioner, right? Jessica? Yes. Yep. I work part-time um, two and a half days a week. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I get to work with my husband, which is fun. He actually, um, he's like, I like working with you. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> love me. You get to see me every day and at work. <laughs> wow. I love that. So like, like how are you showing up every day now with this coronavirus going up around at your hospital where you're working? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just going to work as, as normal where it's a little different, you know, we're screen, like, there's a stopping, like a, a check-in point at the hospital and you have to have your badge to get in um, or an appointment. But um, so we have been, we've been for our clinic, we have been bringing in um, people through a back door if they're sick at all. Mm-hmm. And they go into one specific hallway. Um, and then all of the healthy people and, um, you know, well childs, all that kind of stuff, they use the waiting room, the regular waiting room, and we have all the clean rooms for them. So we're completely separating them. Um, and then, you know, we're just, I'm just, I'm just doing, doing my job and trying to stay, you know, trying to, um, do you know follow all the guidelines as far as everything we we don't have um a ton of ppe the protective Mm -hmm. wear you know and so we just use what we have and um i'm thankful i'm healthy and hopefully you know i pray that i won't get it and if i do then um then you know god's in charge i really don't feel worried at all because um, yeah, so I, I don't feel like I need to worry. I so. love that. I love that being <clears throat> in that role and really facing the virus by yourself every day with the patients. I love that you are like confident that you don't have to worry about it because the, your mindset is like that. Like it's like purposed with, okay, I'm working at higher energy of loving and caring and like really being proactive and taking care of myself and using all the PP. I love that. Yes. Thank you for sharing that, Jessica. So how can 
we show up and prepare ourselves and come out stronger at the other end after this um yeah so i mean obviously <clears throat> we're all wanting to stay healthy i would i'm not going to say anything different than what you're hearing on the news um so you know obviously stay home that's what they're <laughs> recommending um but you know making making sure you're doing all the obvious things like hand washing but also make sure you're getting enough sleep that's super important and um drinking plenty of water and trying to limit sugar intake and eating a well balanced meal and then also like as far as you know people who are feeling very anxious right now i think that's one of the biggest things that i've seen um on social media is just how terrified people are okay so you know take some time with for yourself mm-hmm. so you can decompress without social media without tv without computers every day so you can just learn how to relax um and to like i feel like so much of the time people are really self-centered mm-hmm. and when i focus on myself that is I, I'm not saying to not focus on yourself and do self-care because yes, I totally think that is important. But I also think that we should be focusing on others. Like when we focus on others, how can I help you? How can I help decrease your anxiety? What can I do for you? When we do that, we tend to forget our own problems and our own problems aren't so terrible, you know? Mm-hmm. So just think about how can you encourage other people and enjoy the extra time with your family and your kids. I mean, this is like not something that happens very often that you get all this extra time if you are at home with your kids even though they may be driving you crazy. <laughs> um yeah, you know, it's pretty awesome that you get that extra time. But yeah, just working on staying positive. If if you can do that, I think tr- you can actually train your brain to think positively. And if you can do it over a period of time, you know, you'll come out so much better. Yes. And I love run. the I love the power of being grateful. absolutely like when you use that power of grateful like it just transforms any kind of negativity into positive because you are thinking from like you're not thinking from your brain but it's coming from your heart yeah yeah and i love that so jessica how do you how are you and the family taking care of yourself during this time so i mean yeah we're just um you know my kids go to my in-laws house when i work Mm-hmm. and uh so we're just working on keeping them healthy um trying to stay home not take them to the grocery store if we have to go um they also have you know some stores have the great pickup which is fabulous um, i think it's like booked out for a week here but um washing pans making sure we're getting fresh air and exercise and sunshine and eating healthy and just really trying to take care of our bodies so that mm. if we happen to get it we will be able to fight it off. Mm, I love that. 
I love that. That's so powerful. And I feel like that's what the message is needed by everyone is like really taking care of yourself and really taking care of your whole family, like increasing their immunity during yes. this time when you're at home and like really using this time to like center yourself, really like use, utilizing this time to do productive work also rather than like just checking your TV or Netflix and like just sitting around and like really being scared or having those anxiety, but like really making it more productive. I love that. Thank you for sharing that, Jessica. So, yeah. <laughs> so what are the simplest ways to create this healing and nourishing spaces to heal and stay safe during this time? I know you come from the interior decorating space and you have this uh, beautiful uh, ways of creating these beautiful places which creates made by love from your own love of the spaces so what are the ways someone can create those spaces i mean just simple things it doesn't have to cost a lot of money you know just turning turning on some relaxing music and taking a nice relaxing bath with candles and um cleaning yes cleaning <laughs> for me that's so big when my house is a disaster I feel so stressed out mm-hmm. you know and so just having a clean environment they can u- use this time to go do a project and declutter um because your environment where at least for me my environment plays a huge part of my emotions um mm. I know not everybody is like this because I've asked my husband and he's like, Oh, I don't, I don't even notice it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just, um, you know, simple little things like that, I think can make a really big impact. Yes, totally. I love that. So uh, can you tell listeners about your interior decorating course, Jessica, like since we hit upon a little bit of it, can you talk about that? Yeah. So it's just, um, an eight week course that I customize basically to each person. Um, there's, it go, will take you from not knowing a whole lot or not really understanding or just needing a little guidance um, from, and we can start anywhere. You know, you might have like one room or you might be working on a whole house mm-hmm. to getting completely tying everything together. Um, So really, you know, I want people to learn how to create an amazing place that they absolutely love being in, that they feel peaceful and tranquil in, and that they're not embarrassed to have people over to because that's really the biggest thing is, you know, when you feel confident and comfortable in your own space, you're happy to bring others into it. And Mm. that's where you know, we can work on deepening those relationships and connections. And that's really what life is, you know, so much of life is about Mm -hmm. is those connections with other people. So, yeah. So So Jessica, like, what are the ways people can stay positive during this tough time of coronavirus going around? Yeah, well, I completely think, Um, And it's taken me like 38 years (laughs) to learn this, right? That your mindset is so huge. And the people that you surround yourself with uh, play such an important role in that. We need to be surrounding ourselves with positive people 
And if you cannot find that in real life, there are so many amazing people that I have met online. But um, being negative really doesn't do anything for you. It just makes every around everybody around you negative. So um, I believe in the words, a joyful heart is good medicine. Mm, love it. And, um, you know, I am not saying that I don't struggle because I completely do sometimes. Uh, but, you know, really trying to focus on how can I be positive? How can I help others? And two, I think the biggest reason that I am able to stay positive is that I I don't need to worry. I know that God is in control and he can turn any situation. He can make good come out of any situation. Um, and I don't need to be worried because he is in control of my life. So I know that, you know, whatever happens will turn out good. Mm, I love that. That's so beautiful. And having that hope and faith, right? That yeah. this shall pass. This shall Absolutely. pass. Yes, I love Everything that. passes, right? <laughs> yes. We are just going through this temporary phase, which is going to change into all positive. Everything is going to get in normal. And keeping that positive mindset is so important. And having that joy for ourselves and for others. Right. I love that. Thank you for sharing that, Jessica. I love that beautiful saying which you just said is so pretty thank you yeah <laughs> awesome I love that I love that thank you so much Jessica for being on the show today I would love to know where our listeners can reach out to you yeah so um and I am offering your your uh, listeners a 10% discount with show up 10 Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, my website is jessicaoltman.com and Facebook is Jessica Oltman fan, Instagram at jessica.oltman and um, LinkedIn, jessica-oltman. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much, Jessica, for putting that out there. And I will be putting that in show notes so that our listeners okay. can reach out to you. Awesome. Thank yeah. you for being here and sharing your knowledge, sharing your wisdom and telling us how to take care of the, ourselves during these tough times. Thank you so much. Thank you. So <laughs> fun to be here. Thank you. So today we only had this much time with Jessica. If you want to learn more from Jessica, please, please, please do check out her website and connect with her on social media. Please, please show up and protect yourself and others by social distancing and radiating positivity, compassion, and come out stronger during this time. Talk to you all soon. Take care. I honor you for your energy and time to show up till the end and listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please do take a minute to rate and review my show and share it with others who needs it the most. This would mean world to me. Remember your positive intentions, your presence and your positive energy is contagious to attract the positive result. Talk to you soon. Stay tuned until the next episode.